What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Sharla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of God Goals and Girl Talk. I pray that you all had a great week. Couple of church announcements. If you are not in the producer society child get in we are going in this month all about prayer finding our voice and utilizing prayer as our weapon so if you ain't in the producer society sis where are you okay um so make sure that you go over to our website at www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com so you can get connected with us i I am so excited today because one of my friends is joining us, Miss Bree Hawkins. She is here and we are going to be talking. This is, oh, I'm a single latest. Oh, I'm a single latest. Oh, I'm a single latest. I said, oh, oh, oh. Y'all can't see us dancing, but we are. We are. <laughs> hey, Bree, what's up, girl? Hey, Sharla. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Y'all, I am so excited that Brie is finally on the show. We have been, this has been a work in progress for some months now, but mm. life and COVID and church and jobs and schedules, but the Lord made it work on today. Um, so yes. Brie is one of my very good friends. She is also the director of operations of Hearts Over Habits Incorporated um, and 
she is very safe, very single, and very celibate. And she is going to be here um, just dropping some wisdom. Like, it's one thing for me to discuss singleness in the single season and all of that I know I like I know what the Bible be saying to tell y'all but it's another (laughs) whole experience for um, us to be able to get the experience of someone who's actively going through and has done this I was single for about three weeks before I met my husband and so there was that um (laughs) we've been married for almost 10 years so I don't have a lot of reference and information but Brie does Amen. And so we are going to be diving into um, singleness and celibacy and loving the Lord and minding your business and doing all those things. Okay. So before we get started, tell tell the people a little bit about you, you know, like what's important to know about Brie, all the things, like, let's get it. What is important to know about Brie? I'm not going to talk about myself in third person because that's weird, but um, like Charlotte said, I'm very much safe, single, and celibate. Um, that's like my testimony, my journey. That's one thing that I'm very proud of about myself. And I just, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. And Come I on, believe that's, that's all what that makes matters. who I am. That really is. <laughs> no, when people are like, tell me about yourself. I'm like, what you want to know? Like, I, I, mean, love Jesus. I don't say thanks. I love Jesus, you know, seriously. Um, I don't try to overdo it or overdo him or water down his word. Like that's not me. I'm not apologetic about my faith. I love people, but at the same time, I love God more. And I'm just walking in all things that he wants me to do and enjoying life. He wants us to have joy. So that's what I'm doing. I love God. I love God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Tell us a little bit, Bree. So how long have you been single? Like officially, officially. And I say officially because people, you know, them situationships and all of that. Um, I have been single, we'll say five years. It's been five years. That's, come on, she's in a situationship. That'll preach all Yes. Bree, what's yes. a situationship? Can you explain it's what a when, relationship is? I can, because I've been in a few. And no shame, no shame. I've been <laughs> in a few. No shame, no shame. You hear There's me? No shame. No shame. A situationship is basically when y'all are not exclusive. There is no official, you are my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend. We are, we're dating, we're together, we're actually in a relationship. Y'all are doing everything else talking on the phone y'all may be doing everything that may not be of God's will or of God's eyes and stuff like that but there's no title there's no commitment there's not even a covenant there's nothing and so you out here looking crazy because you over here catching feelings and having feelings for somebody that won't make you their person your their girlfriend boyfriend whatever you know those terms so yeah so that's a situationship and you out here looking crazy giving benefits to a person that won't that don't know what they want they're not ready oh come on that's so, a yes. whole word I had somebody <laughs> a mentee ask me once um just kind of like she was in a little situationship and mm-hmm. I said why would he um and they were actually dating but she was like, I, she was like, you know, I just want to get married and he won't, you know, he won't marry me. Da, 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 da. And I said, why would he do that? And she just looked at me like, what? I said, you're already giving him the, the benefits. Like, why, why does he need to um, now 
you know, you already cook, clean, you mm-hmm. sleep with him, live with him. Why, mm-hmm. why, why would he, why would he, why? He's having his cake and eating it too. Girl, he, he, he getting paid and he ain't working a mm-hmm. job. That's the- it's like them like common law marriages because if you think about it like when people and sometimes I feel like there are some men out there that think like why do we need a piece of paper to do anything when we're already doing it and some women are like that and again I love everybody. This is no shame. But the thing is, I know the desires of my heart. I know what works for me. I know what God has called me to be. And I'm called to be a wife. I'm not going to give nobody some benefits that is not ready. And the biggest thing that I've learned, if a man tells you he's not ready, don't try to prove it. Don't try to rush it. Don't try to force it. Let him go. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume he is undefeated click the link in the show notes to get your copy today now let's get back to the show and go to god and seek everything that you need because that heartbreak it will pass it will pass when they say it right there that i am not ready or you know you got everything but i'm not where you are okay cool it ain't got it doesn't have to be negative it doesn't have to be bad or ugly just accept that and keep it moving cuz that just that's right there that's the sign he's not for you yeah and that's it yeah i feel like a lot of times um you know we i have put up my last relationship um i definitely you know there's no really like wasted time or movements um solely because you know, everything is a lesson learned, but sometimes we be out here learning lessons that we don't necessarily need to learn firsthand. Um, mm-hmm. Because when people show you who they are, believe in the first time, I think that was Maya Angelou, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we need to make sure that we sometimes try to force our foot into shoes that don't fit and you be out here, foot hurt, purple, blue, black, pain, mm-hmm. all of that. And that was my last relationship. It was like off again, on again. He was showing me that he wasn't ready, but I also didn't want to believe it. And it mm-hmm. was so crazy that, you know, when I finally put my foot down that same weekend that I split with him, I met my husband and it's, it's bananas, but I'm like, how much time did I waste? Okay. I didn't got put on punishment for this little ugly boy, wasting my whole high school life. Um, you know, making plans for somebody who really, I was an option to him and not the only option. And so I feel like understanding that, you know, we are royalty. And so a lot of it, um, I've, I've had to understand and grow a lot of my own value as a woman. What does that mean mm-hmm. to you and how have you grown even through your single season? So when you said you're year five now, are you in the mm-hmm. same place now year, um, year five that you were year one? And how did you kind of go through that transition? Oh, completely not year one, still a hot mess. 
Like it was real. It was very real. And I thank God for that. And like you just said, like us being, putting ourselves in situations that may not be of God or we didn't need to do it anyway. And that was me at one point. Me now, oh, I I just, I thank God for that because I'm very much obedient. I'm not over here. Like we, like, if you know me, you know, the desires of my heart, but I'm not out here saying, God, where's my husband and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I know myself now. And the biggest thing is I'm able to like myself and love myself because I spent so much time getting to know who I am and my values. You know, I love to work out. I really, I used to not like drinking water. I drink water all the time. I eat blueberries, taking care of myself, my temple. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is to love myself and to cater to myself and not try to force. Cause when I tell you, I used to be the person that like, you could, the man could be right there. Everyone and their mama could be like, Bree, he doesn't want you. You know, he's not for you. And I'm like, I'm a force and I'm a rush it. I'm a good woman. I'm going to prove him. I'm, mm -mm. I'm too old, too grown. And you, and you, you're gonna love me. (laughs) The right one will come, basically. You know what I mean? Like year one, I really was just like, okay, this is what happened. And we'll probably get into this um, later on. But the biggest thing is because of my celibate is because in 2016, I was with someone and I thought he was the one. I thought he was going to be husband and everything. And he wasn't. And I ended up getting chlamydia. And that day, changed everything for me. Yeah. And I think not even that, I think I know the biggest thing is it wasn't that in my head I disappointed friends. I've disappointed family members. Some people most people don't know my close friends. Um my mom knows and stuff like that and that took forever cuz I had to get out of shame and I had to forgive myself. Right. But it was just the biggest thing is not only disappointing other people mentally thinking this disappointing myself but I disappointed God. I disappointed my father. Yeah. And so once I got out of that, and that was probably year one and year two, that took me a whole process of healing mm-hmm. and just understanding that, hey, I made a mistake, but that doesn't define me. And then I just kept it moving. And my values are, hey, if you know, you're not about being celibate, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to force it or anything like that. But the right man will come and he will be celibate. He will accept and wait with me. And I love myself for that. You know, I have standards you know, and that has made me who I am. So yeah, standards, doing what I love, loving what I do. And it's really helped me. God has blessed me and made open doors for me. And it has not been easy. I'm not here to say, oh yeah, just be celibate, just do this. No, it's, it's literally a decision. It's a choice. It's a lifestyle and it's a covenant with God. And it's helped me. God is truly kept me because I was at the lowest of lows. And when you talk about feeling hopeless, that's where I was. And I'll never go back again. Come on. I won't go back. I got a song. <laughs> Literally. Uh, you do, but it's all yeah. good. Cause those no, songs are so, great. You know, I read something um yesterday and it really, really um like touched me. And I know because you're talking about too like healing. And um, it was a post and it said, I released myself from the version of me that I created to survive. And to me, that was really, really impactful because I'm going through this season of transition. And I'm like, yeah, like I really like we like life is to be enjoyed. And I feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of times the stigma is, you know, I'm single. And so especially as a woman, like my life is over. I am single. and I am approaching 30. Like, nah. Um, And so, you know, I feel like a lot of times we put up these walls and 
we have these mechanisms to kind of survive the life that we were in. Um, one, in your healing, how did you have to address, you know, things that may have happened in past relationships or in your childhood to get to a point now where you can be like unapologetic and authentic? I really had to forgive myself. And one of the biggest things that I'm about is transparency. Mm -hmm. and transparency with God, transparency with myself. And I believe when I I started, when I realized how I hurt God and I hurt myself, I love my family. I love my friends, but there was this disappointment that I felt in myself. Cause the first thing I thought when I got, when I got that news, it was like, oh my goodness, this dude, he was supposed to be healthy. He was supposed to take care of himself. He was supposed to protect me and all this other kind of stuff. Because again, we at the time, I like speaking for him in a sense, I really believe we thought we were it for each other. But then I had a backtrack. I was like, nah, Brie, it's your job to take care of yourself. God gave you this one temple and you messed that up. But that doesn't define me. And I, I cannot think of the book right now, but there was a book that I read and I want to say it was like Christy Johnson or something like that. It was books. It was a lot of prayer. And honestly, I can't remember, but it's just, just healing yeah. and just giving to God saying, I'm sorry and repenting. And then I also believe, I think maybe it's experience and just witnessing how people hold on burdens. They hold on hurt. And I'm really big on you know, hurt people, hurt people. And a healed person can heal another person. So I was like, I want to be a healed person. So it was like, I literally, any man, person, even like, you know, if you know me, it's always been me and my mom and stuff like that. My dad's not in my life. Haven't seen him in 10 years. That's another, I'm sorry, since I was 10 years old. And I had to give that to God. I had to realize that God is my earthly and heavenly father. It doesn't mean that I haven't had great father figures, but the earthly father that was supposed to protect me and be there, he made a choice to not be in my life. And I think also with that, I went to counseling when I was an undergrad. Um, I've gone to counseling a few times, but also it's just going to God and just being like, I don't want to hold anything against him um, to my ex, towards myself, to other people. And that was the biggest thing in my healing and just realizing, Brie, you have to forgive yourself for those things. You know, you were, I could say, sit like young and dumb and stuff like that. And you didn't know. And I was, you know, introduced to sex at an early age. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that as an excuse or anything like that, but because you start things that are not of God's will or in the proper timing and fashion and everything like that, it's going to lead to making bad choices. And I did make them. But I healed from them. And again, I don't want to make this easy peasy, but it's like, I just sat down with myself. I sat down and I thought about my life. And even with my ex, like, I'm not going to lie. I used to be a, a sexter, not saying super inappropriate pictures yeah. or anything like yeah. that, like illicit stuff. But like, you know, them text messages, you saying like, oh, if you were here and Ooh. it was actually that ex. Yeah. You know, it, it was that ex that was like, you don't need to do that. And it was because prior to him, I was doing things that I thought that could keep a man or could keep me cute or sexy. Oh, this is what he likes. I'm going to say this. I'm going to do this. And it was because of all of that. And I realized like, Brie, you were introduced stuff to a very young age. That wasn't right. That wasn't healthy. This is no knock on anyone or my mom or anyone. This was me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when something's wrong, you know, even at a young age, but I thought that was cool. That was right. And stuff like that. And then it makes you feel even more sexually liberated and all this other kind of stuff. Like, okay, I'm fine. I'm cute. I'm sexy at a young age. And my teenagers and early twenties and stuff, this is what I need to do and be, but no, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And don't, yeah. And don't get me wrong. That was the embarrassment. When my ex was, when he texted me back, he's like, you don't have to say that stuff to me. And I was like, 
Oh. oh. Like, I literally felt no, embarrassed. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you on that. Because it really, it. you're right. Like, a lot of us and a lot of, and I, even this this generation, because when, you know, we're about the same age, Bree. So, like, for mm-hmm. us, like, when we were growing up as kids, there was no social media. So, we mm-hmm. were being, you know, the stuff that we were exposed to it may have been, like, a, a movie or, you know, mm-hmm. a magazine or something we had no business you know, watching or doing, but these kids younger and younger, um, Mm -hmm. are, are, are becoming exposed or getting exposed to sex. Um, and a lot of times it's like, it's false. Like even pornography, Mm -hmm. pornography Mm -hmm. is not, it's not real. Like they, like they be in between takes. (laughs) These are paid actors. And so we have this misconception of what's cute, what's sexy, what, Mm -hmm. um, what sex is supposed to be like, what my life should be like as an adult. And it's hard because like, I don't know about you, but my sex talk with my parents was, don't you bring no baby in this house. (laughs) <laughs> or, and don't you be no boy in this house with my dad I just knew that I would die whatever whatever, <laughs> whatever. no sex no boys nothing um and it, to me you know it really is a, a nice balance between like let me explain to you why you don't want x y and z to happen and so even mm-hmm. in my practice when I see these young women I tell them like, girl, HIV don't look like nothing. I know he finds us. I know all the eggplant emojis. Cool, 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 cool. But you can get HIV. You have to trust you with your life. Nobody yes. else. Nobody exactly. else. Nobody else. Because, you know, I said, because in 10, 15 years, it, you know, I have one young girl, she had herpes. And I'm like, you're mm-hmm. not going to die. But now you have to explain this to somebody every single time for yes. of your life. And it's from a, a simple mistake that you made. And so yes. I'm, like, I'm grateful that it's, you know, it's not HIV, but also mm-hmm. understand the impact that this is going to have on your life long term. And like you said, as we get older, you know, we we become wiser. But I definitely agree that that misconception of like, this is how I stay cute. This mm-hmm. is how I stay sexy really puts us out there and then we end up disappointed we end up carrying hurts um hurts Mm -hmm. from our past from our parents um and really taking that opportunity to sit down with yourself um that's really Mm -hmm. what it took for me too like look girl this little boy that told you 18 times okay Mm -hmm. y'all every other week um like it was really a a moment of and you know to me it's nothing but the holy spirit like girl do you see what's happening here let's Press mm-hmm. every other week this little boy break up with you for no reason go figure mm-hmm. out what he want to do over here on the west side then come back with the with the uh i'm sorry song no no this is not going to be my life <laughs> and this exactly is not, this is not I, i'm worth more than that um mm-hmm. and i think a lot of it is just understanding your identity and your mm-hmm. worth um and really taking the opportunity to, to share your testimony. I love that you say, um, you know, healed people can heal people. Here's what I, my one caveat to that is I am responsible for fixing no man. So sis, when she mm-hmm. said, listen here. Yes. Listen can me. I add something? Let me add a caveat. Yes. Yes. When I say heal people, heal a person, heal people, heal people. So, you know, when someone's been hurt and you can tell, and they just, they just negative. 
it's just, it's toxic. It's unhealthy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's how that person can hurt another person. Now for me, because I'm healed in what I've been through, I'm able to do all things in love. I'm mm-hmm. able to be there for people in the right way. I'm able to listen and give advice, good, wise advice, all according to God and his, and the Holy spirit in me. But the thing is, I don't carry anyone's burden. I don't carry anyone else's cross. And if something's going on with the man I'm dating or whatever, or any situation, I go to God. I'm not captain save a person. You know what I mean? I'm not a fixer. We all know the actual phrase, but I don't curse. So like, I'm not captain save a person. I'm not that. So, and that's what I mean. Like for me, when you are healed and that takes time, don't get me wrong. I still have dreams of past situations or past, um, uh, relationships and I have to wake up out of them and Charlotte noticed, you know, and I have to mm-hmm. pray and I have to remind myself, Charlotte just taught me how, you know, when you don't forgive yourself, that's still being Un- disobedient. Yeah. That's still sin. Yes. Unforgiveness. Yes. 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 So it's like, again, I'm not sitting here saying you are a person's God. No one should depend on you. You should be reliable. You should be able to be held accountable and be a good sister. And even if there's um, men out there listening to this, be a good man and woman of God and stuff like that in your own right. And God will help you to do that. But you're not captain, save a person. If they come to you and you don't know what to say, listen to them, pray with them, for them, however, you know, and if they're for you and they're of God and stuff, they'll all work out. You'll be able to help them according to God's will. But again, don't be out here trying to save people that can't be saved. Don't be out here trying to pray for people when they're trying to get, you know, certain advice or they they want you to be their yes person. Okay. We can get that together. Like, you know, I'm not saying go out here and heal because even, yeah. Yeah, even Charlotte and I even talked about there were certain disciples that walked with God. They didn't even have the ability to cast out certain demons. Only Jesus could do that. Okay. So let's let's think about that. Okay, let's think about that. And you can just ask because God will give you your gifts. God will obviously there's certain God ordained things that you can do and things that you can't. Okay. And if you don't know, seek God, seek wisdom, read Proverbs. Cause I'm, I'm reading it and it's great. It's great wisdom. It's good. So that's, that's what I, that's, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, and so that's what I people, have to say. The people who come to you consistently for advice, um, and they don't, they just want, like you said, a yes person. They don't really want godly advice. They don't want transformation. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I, our pastor said this, uh, I'm not about to waste my prayers. <laughs> Or my energy. I'm not wasting my intercession because you want to muddle around in your sin. You're not doing anything. Um, you know, I'm going to go to God because you, you really don't have a repentant heart. You're not in a position, mm-hmm. um, to that you even want to be saved. You just want somebody, uh, to sit here and listen to your mess. And I'm not, no, uh, there was a phone that said, don't save her. She don't want right. to be she saved. Don't wanna be saved. Okay. No, she don't. <laughs> even our pastor has said it. He has said it, and I believe he was talking about a former pastor, and he was also talking about relationships. Um, I think it was his in relationship goals, and he said he had a former pastor that was like, don't bring that mess to me. Come on now. Like, we have mm-hmm. to hold each other accountable. And if, like, one thing I've learned is I know my heart, my character, but don't abuse that. Yeah. And when people do, then I have to say, and one thing for me, we all have gifts, and I believe we all 
can pray out loudly, mentally, whatever. But I do know my gift is intercessory. And the way my heart is set up, I can really feel the the heaviness of somebody. So for me, I already have to guard my heart a little bit more, a little bit extra. So Mm -hmm. that's why I'm a healed person healing people, but the way God wants me to in a Mm -hmm. wise manner. And I also, I've had to learn recently that some people do want that yes person out of me, you know, and I can't, I can't do that. I would be doing a disservice to myself, to my and heart. Brie, and even if real quick, Brie, tell me real quick, Charlotte, you, you tripping now. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's pray. Yes. Cause you tripping. It's prayer. <laughs> yes. We have our Bible study and it's like people say it and stuff like, oh, just pray about it. No, nah, high key do that. And sometimes I'll say pray or interchange. Like if I'm talking to someone or if I missed their call, I'm like, oh, I was talking with God. Literally how I'm talking and all y'all, how y'all listen to me right now is how I talk to God. Cause he is my father. He's my everlasting friend. And yeah, it took me a minute to get there, but I've gotten here and I'm going greater. There's a lot, there's things that happened today that I felt heaviness. And what did I do? I talked to God about it. So again, like we're not asking you, God is not saying you have to do everything. You have to be the super person and stuff like that, but just be wise with who you're surrounding yourself with. Be wise in your healing. And it's okay. If it takes time, I heard something that like, basically, if you were in a relationship for three months, it takes double the time to heal from that. So six months, that's a lot. Mm. It took me a while Mm. to heal from my ex. And he wasn't the only ex that I've had. He wasn't the only like, you know, I've had situationships. And for me, I'm a lover. If you know me, I'm a hopeless romantic. I love love. And the desire of marriage is definitely on my heart. God knows this. And that's okay. But you know, like take your time. Time really does heal all wounds. And we all know there's a time for dancing. There's a time for joy. There's a time for sorrow and it's okay. And if anyone around you is not okay with you taking that time, being to yourself and seeking solitude, not isolation, because there's a difference. Solitude with God when you're getting healed, solitude when you're talking to God and not isolating yourself. Because isolation, and I'm speaking from experience, leads to hopelessness, leads to things. I can't do this. I don't want to try. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to get out of bed. I have been there. And I've had people, my wise counsel, and I thank God so much for it. And I've been led. And I'll never forget, there was one time, and it was after a while, and me and that ex actually tried to figure things out. And it didn't work. And I felt hopeless because of that. And I sought out one of my wise counsel. And I remember calling him and I couldn't even get the words out. And I just kept crying. And I finally said, I was like, I feel hopeless. And what did he do? He prayed for me. And I was like, okay, Brie, like all, like, even if you can't pray, I listen to like worship music. And the last four, I think it's Psalms 147, all 146, sorry. And all the way to 150, I read that every day. Cause there's going to be times in your healing. You don't want to pray. You don't want to talk to God. And I'm not saying you don't even have to put a smile on your face. It's real. But that is what helped me read them Psalms, read those Proverbs. And when God has blessed you with wise, good counsel that are there for you, take that. You don't have to be alone. There's, I don't believe there's anything in the Bible that says that you're alone. And it says that he is close to the brokenhearted. It says that he saves us and he's our refuge. Our, like, like. I'm not over here trying to preach, but I love God. <laughs> I love his word. And it's helped me. It's helped me so much. It has no, literally helped me so much. No, I so think that's like, really good. Because too, you know, even in Genesis, the first, you know, when we when we read and we hear of God making creation, he made, you know, he separated the heavens and earth. And the first day, it's good. The second day, it's good. The third day, it's good. The fourth day, it's good. Everything's good. 
until God says it's not good for man to be Mm -hmm. alone. And Mm -hmm. so isolation really is a trick of the devil. It's not about you. There's a difference, but like Bree said, between solitude, solitude is you being intentional and separating yourself, consecrating yourself to spend time with God. And you should not be afraid to do that because even in solitude, you're not alone, but Mm -hmm. in isolation, you are alone. And that's where the devil can wreak havoc over your life. Uh, There was so much good stuff that you said, girl, dang. Um, But I really, so let's talk a little bit about your healing process, because I feel like you've been sharing. So you, you pray, you exercise, um, and even like finding, um, in terms of like finding an outlet. So what like practical ways, when you talk about someone focusing on their healing, um, I know you said counseling, you said that you, you know, take time in prayer. What things would you like, what are a couple of things that you really, um, or resources you would share with someone who's like, okay, I need to really, I'm single now. Um, I'm, I need to start this process. What would you, what advice would you give them? Other than just always seeking God, I would say, write a list of what brings you joy and that would help you in your weight and your healing process. Now, when I say that, I remember, and I always think about this story and I believe um, Nicole Ari Parker, the one that's married to Boris Kojo, like such a cute couple. And I remember she made this post and basically she had the desire of marriage and stuff like that, kept thinking about that. And she made a list. So she drank water, she exercised all of this stuff. And she eventually, you know, met Boris. Now I'm not saying this to say, oh, do all of this. You'll be healed. And you're going to meet your husband. Uh This is about (laughs) Yes. No, we're not doing wishes and stuff like that. This is to get yourself together and not saying get yourself together to become a wife, but just to love yourself and like yourself. So for me, and I'll never forget, I think it was around January, 2020, again, not in the best headspace and um, a mentor of mine, they were like, Brie, I know you love to work out. And I was like, that's right. I love to work out. I love to exercise. I love to drink water. I love to write. Um, Some of y'all know I have a blog. A lot of my blogs are transparent and are about the stuff that I've gone through. So whatever literally brings you joy. And if you don't know, pray about that. Ask God, like, how can I heal? What do I need to be doing to get back to, and I wouldn't just say back, but to become a better me. So there are a few things. um, I always say I was doing me or focusing on me. I exercised. I was drinking water. I was writing and blogging. And one, I've always been a person of self-awareness. So if any time I was feeling down and I'm like, why am I feeling down? What's going on in my heart? What's going on around me? And it also, um, I would just stop making myself accessible to past things that no longer serve me. So he is blocked. Blocked. I have not talked to him. I have not. And I'm not saying this in if you know me and you know my heart, I only block you if you a stalker or if I really need to stop making you accessible to me because he was, he's not my husband. He's not, he kept going back and forth. And even when I told him I'm done, he kept coming, he kept coming. And a Mm. former friend of mine, a former associate was like, Bree, you need to stop making yourself accessible. And it's one thing to never talk to them again, but you got to shut that down. So I blocked him you know, um, unfollowed certain things, unfollowed certain people. And that's another thing I will say, if you're big on social media, you know what I mean? You love those quotes, you love those scriptures. Cool. But, and this is one thing I told Charlotte, I believe it was like last week, some of those single blogs, um, they're not always helpful, you know, or I'm sorry, I'm single, like, um, posts or single, Mm -hmm. um, pages. Thank you. Those pages. 
And I say that because it's like, oh, if you say amen or if you say this, you're going to get your husband tomorrow. It gives you false hope. (laughs) like it really gives you false hope or that this is the last year or the last time you're going to be single (laughs) you know the post where people look let me tell y'all something stay out of my inbox if you don't share this with seven people then you don't love god child you don't get the heck up out my inbox (laughs) you know my heart you know what me got going on come on girl like this seven times it's been in two circles and god gonna bless you today if you don't get out my inbox huh seriously I had to guard my heart and unfollow certain pages because you know when you're single you really want to be attached to something you really want like you know those books and stuff like that you really want something like someone that can relate to you and so it's okay to follow certain pages but those things like oh this is gonna be you know how many times I saw that this is gonna be the last year you single and it was 2019 and 2020 and I'm still single with my husband (laughs) Like you're giving me false hope and I'm not saying that may not be their intent, but it really like for the person that desires marriage and you still working on yourself, you don't need to see that. You need scripture. You need something that's positive. Seriously, it's 2018, 2019, 2020, and I'm still single. You promised me. The SpongeBob voice five years later. Literally, literally five years later, where he at? Where he at? I'm not talking to God. I'm talking to you, bloggers. I'm talking to you, social media people, social influencers. Where he at? You promised me. <laughs> I'm not hurt, y'all. I'm not hurt. But at the time, I was getting frustrated. You lied to me. You're telling a story. Oh, telling a story to these people. No, so I need y'all to be wise. That's no, that's what anything, you know what I'm saying? Like we are believing God to get pregnant and I feel you like, I love babies. I see them all the time at work, but child, don't tell me I'm getting pregnant tomorrow. Shut up. It just may not happen that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know what you're trying to do. I see it. I hope that your heart is pure in it, but child, no, no, mm-hmm. no, it's not. Yes, no, it tomorrow. gives you false hope and it's, it's, it's God hard. Says. Yeah. And you know, too, exactly. another thing is that, you know, not making your desire an idol. Like, so, okay, God, mm-hmm. I'm going to serve because I want to get pregnant. I'm going to do this mm-hmm. because I want to get pregnant. I'm going to do that. No, it's straight up. Like, I love God. I've already settled in my heart that, you know, I, I have the ability and have been able to mother in so many other ways already. And mm-hmm. if we don't have babies, it's going to be me, my husband, and these dogs. And I'm going to continue to be auntie of the century. And that's just what it's mm-hmm. going to be. And I still love God all the same. My life is still going to be beautiful. It doesn't make me any less of a, a wife or a woman. It just mm-hmm. is going to be whatever God's will is. And that's what I'm out here. Right. It's not going to consume me. I'm not going to, I'm going to go here so I can see if I can meet my husband or go here. Mm-hmm. We know it's just, mm-hmm. we're going to do what God Yeah, and in all... Exactly. And in all transparency, there was a period that though I was really in my healing, this probably was about, we'll say like year three, anytime I was going outside to the store, or if I was hanging out with my friends and I saw a cute dude, I literally thought my thought process when I walked out the door, I was like, oh, maybe I'll meet my husband today. Stop that. If you have those thoughts, yes. In Publix, stop that. Now. Publix is a grocery store in Florida. (laughs) Exactly. It is. It's a grocery store. So I'm not knocking now. Like I've been on dating apps. We'll probably get into that later in a later point. And I do, I believe I'm not knocking dating ad, dating apps because they have helped friends of mine and they're in great relationships. 
do I believe how that's going to be how I meet my husband? I don't believe that in my heart of hearts. I don't know how I'm going to meet my husband, but I just been there, done that, you know, been there, done that. But just be careful of what you're following, who you're following, those relationship goals and couples. You know, we have, um, Charlotte and I have a friend, um, mutual friend, Rondell. She ain't even like, she cool with Beyonce, but after Jay-Z cheated on her, they ain't the power couple. Look yeah, at what Will and Jada, the entanglement, bruh. Come let's on, on. let's even let's hit a little closer to home. Derek Jackson. Ooh. Ooh, see? See? see the Come on the now. Guru. No. Focus. Worry about yourself. What the little girl say in that video? Worry see? about yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Charlotte and I have talked about it. I did not know that Derek Jackson was married until this whole thing happened. So I was like, oh, that's another thing. Like, good Lord. So just what I'm saying is not even trying to be funny, but me and Charlotte, we laugh all the time and it's so much joy. But what I'm saying is be careful of who you're following. Be careful what you're watching and stuff like that. Another moment, I remember I followed Heather Lindsay a lot and she had a friend. I think her name was like Carolyn Roberts. And they both had books of how they met their husband. And I bought um carolyn's book and i and i read like page one and i just felt it i'm like this isn't what i need and it wasn't the timing you know and you know charlotte has a friend and there's this um social influencer um tatum tamia she like she gonna be best friends she don't know me yet but we gonna be best friends we We really do her reset podcast that she recently did Right. It was everything. And when she was talking about, and she's married, and when she was talking about all these influencers and all these pages that say how to get a husband or how to be a wife or how to, you know, um, be a husband or anything like that. She was like, I didn't know how to be his wife until I was married. And I'm like, exactly. You can prepare yourself. And when I say prepare for me, I believe it's just working on yourself. Charlotte knows and anyone that knows is close to me. Like I said, I do love working out. I'm getting in the habit of working out every single day. And I'm doing this for me because eventually God will bless me for with my husband, with kids, with so much. And if I'm not taking care of my temple, I'm going to be raggedy. I'm not going to have energy to do what he's called me to do. I'm Mm -hmm. not taking care of my temple to get my husband or to get kids or to get this. I'm doing it because he's given me one temple and I'm supposed to take care of it. And I love myself. And it took me a minute to get there. So guard your heart. And as uh, Mrs. Tanya would say, your ear gate and your eye gate, literally, if it don't feel right, stop it. Don't question it. If it don't, you know. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God, and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. And what I... 
what I've had to learn, and I'm not saying everybody, and it doesn't mean that you can't get wise counsel. It doesn't mean that mm-hmm. me and Bree talk all the time. Um, I laugh with her all the time when stuff happens and she kind of gets like, cause she's, uh, uh, you know, she hangs out with me and, you know, because we work together um, in our nonprofit mm-hmm. <laughs> she is, gets a front seat of what marriage can look like sometimes. And I always look at her like, girl, you want to be married so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, and my answer is, I still do. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yes, I really do. Like, girl, you want to be so bad, child? This man asked me to to make a PowerPoint at six fifteen mm-hmm. for his six twenty five presentation, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got to. And do I still stuff. do. And I will, yes. And one thing I will say, you'll get to a point that God will bless you with people that are in the seasons that you desire to be in. Mm. I literally have friends that have kids. I have friends that are in, to me, from an outsider perspective, are in godly marriages. And I love that. And I always say to the people, to Sharla and Danchelle and Bree, I thank y'all for like the transparency because the thing is, yes, I do want to be married so bad. I ain't thirsty for marriage because God got me. I'm seeking the Lord. My time will come. But you want the real tea, like even for people that like, um, I know a lot of people are a lot of women that um are pregnant and then they're like, people lied to me. They didn't tell me birth was this bad. They didn't know. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me this again. You need to know the tea. You're going to have disagreements with husband. You're going to have, you know, yeah. hard times, you know, contractions hurt. I, I heard they not like period cramps. They hurt. So come on now. We want the real stuff. I want the real stuff. You know, I, I'm not saying that I'm in my my friend's business, if they have a disagreement or anything. But the thing is, if they're giving me nuggets of wisdom and the thing is I've prayed for these friendships and we'll get into that a lot because the right friendships and the right people in my life helped my healing as well. So I prayed for this and God has given it. So I'm soaking all of it up. And every time when Charlotte says, you want to be married so bad, I'm like, yep, I still do. I still do. They would have had, had to stretch today and I wasn't doing no exercising. <laughs> Yeah. No, and it's beautiful. Like marriage is beautiful. Um, you know, and even friendship is beautiful. One thing I love that you said is that you had to go back and unfollow um people. I made the mistake of after me and um I'm not even gonna give his name on this platform, child, because he ain't even worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, after me and my ex mm-hmm. broke up, um I was still friends with friends of friends, right? Like we have mm-hmm. been together for almost my entire like high school time. Like, you know, it's like three, four years. And so our lives were so intertwined. Um, and especially like social media was a thing. And I really had to go back and not everybody, some of the people we, you know, I really became friends with them, but even guarding myself, like me, him, his best friend, we were all super cool. <laughs> so me and, his, me and his best friend are still friends on social media, but I'll talk to him every day. Um, mm-hmm. And another one of his best friends, now me and him, that's that's my brother. So it's just like that. But even with that, we had to come with some boundaries of like, bruh, what we're not talking about is this guy. Okay. Ever. And he respected that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought at first that I could still be friends with my ex after I got into my new relationship. And slowly but surely, mm-hmm. just like your ex, this little roach mm-hmm. can come back and make a little, you know, side comments on 
um, Facebook, whatever. Like I was like, oh, I posted one time. This is the day. I was like, delete. I'm done. He, I posted something like, I'm about to take a mm-hmm. nap. And he was like, I'm coming too in my mm-hmm. comments. Negro, no, you're not. No, you are not. Mm-hmm. Are you, I'm going to mess around we trying doing to that. hold on and think that I can still be friends with you. I'm going to mess around and ruin my new mm-hmm. thing over here. And so you know what you get? Block. Yes. Is oh, I'm so hurt. Yes. One time, and he used to call me. Um, And so one time he called and I gave a phone to my husband. And this was before we got married. So at the time he was just my boyfriend, but I gave a phone to my boyfriend and he <laughs> said, can I talk to Charlotte? I said, no, nah, she busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the audacity. And he didn't call again. Uh-uh. Hey, no. No. We ain't got time. Yes, like you gotta, and it's it's okay to block people. I mm-hmm. I have that heart too. It took me forever, and I want y'all to know that I'm still working on myself. I recently blocked and unfollowed people. What was it? A week ago? Two weeks Girl, ago? She was like, not when, even, I, I blocked somebody, and now they texting me, and I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. Okay, kind of do your best to remember their phone numbers when you delete them, though, so you know. <laughs> Because I message in the cloud cannot always help you. They cannot. I sent a screenshot to my mom. She didn't even know who the person was. So it was real. I didn't even know I deleted them. But hey, (laughs) my mom was like, I don't even know. (laughs) Like, come on now. So yeah, so I really had to unfollow. I really had to delete those people. And the reason why, and I'm talking about some of these people, we hadn't talked in a year or two years. No longer friends or we're no longer obviously dating or anything like that but I finally deleted them because I'm in a phase of my life because I do desire my next and also I have a big heart and I don't I don't like and I told Charlotte this people like again if you really know me I don't really like the word petty and the reason for that is I know some really petty people like messy like negative toxic unhealthy so my thing is if I think about the word petty, if you call me petty, I associate that with those people. And I know I'm not that. I know I'm not that, but I don't like that word. So for me, I was like, I don't want to unfollow them. I don't want to block them because I'm that. That's petty. That's ruffling feathers. But again, what did I say when you told me that? I was like, girl, call me petty, <laughs> petty. Bye. Exactly. And again, but the, it goes back to not allowing these people to have access to me. And again, like mm-hmm. I'm so transparent and I feel I know this is a safe space. I'm big on safe spaces and I have nothing to hide, no shame. But the thing is, when God does bless me with certain things and my page is Instagram private, you got to really know me for, to get a follow back or for me to accept you because I don't like people in my business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's nosy people out there. Charlotte is one of a few people that will handle my guest list at my wedding because I don't want mm-hmm. unhappy, jealous yeah, people be, at my that wedding. That will be more secret than Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> it really is. What's her name? What's the girl name? Kylie Jenner. When we didn't know she was pregnant, that secret, any Fort Knox secret, I don't know, any other secrets, the UFO secrets, I don't I don't know. Boy, it's yeah. going to be that secret because be- I don't like people. Yeah, well, in my business, not even that. It's just you know you have to protect what's important to you. Even um, Tatum, she still, honey, people still ain't seen her baby. Like if you don't know her in real life, you are not. You have not seen her baby's face because it ain't none of y'all's business. (laughs) 
you have exactly. to protect what's valuable to you. And I love that you said that you're preparing for your next. And so, you know, I say all the time, you can't continue to hold on, right? Like, so here I am thinking I can mm-hmm. still be friends with Anthony. I was dumb. I was like 18. Um, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. I can still be friends with Anthony because he's been there for so long. He's been a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you know, it wasn't bad. I'm not bitter. You want to still, you're still making this um facade of like, I'm not bitter. We can be cool. It's whatever. But no, no, we can't be cool, Shadi. We can't. Mm-hmm. No, we're not cool. We, we we are no longer together and having to really separate ourselves. And that's why it's so important to even early on, um, just be very mindful. And when you're in the, mm-hmm. the process of courting and dating, being intentional yes. because you are starting mm-hmm. to interweave your, your life with this person. Like, I'm like, yo, like, yes. you know, how do I explain this to his mom? How do I, like, I'm sitting here and at mm-hmm. 18, um, you know, trying to like, it almost like a divorce. Like, but what about, you know, these friends mm-hmm. and this and that, and you know, who gets the, this mm-hmm. and and one day I said, mm-hmm. you know what? Anything he gave me, I packed up in a box and took it to that man's mm-hmm. house and said, here you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your co-workers, your mom and them, all the people, okay? Okay, now let's get back to the show. Right, here you go. All of it. Mm-hmm. And if you are led to do that, definitely do that. And one thing I gotta, do- You ain't gotta go one, Yes, if you let. Just burn it. Just burn yes, it. yeah. It. You, I've done that it. too. I've ripped it um, up, when we thrown away, all that stuff. Yes. And it, what really got me was I had moved into my dorm and Andrea came over one day and I had just had pictures posted up of me and all of my friends. And there was a picture of me and Anthony. And Andrea was mm-hmm. like, what is this? Not in a way that's <laughs> jealous, like jealous, but he was just like, mm-hmm. like, buddy, like, and now, now that I'm older, because Andre's older than me, y'all. So mm-hmm. he was more in, you know, experienced in this whole relationship type thing. But he was like, it's just not cool to come over mm-hmm. to your place and see a picture of you and and do like hanging on your mm-hmm. <laughs> on the wall. Right, <laughs> exactly. Lives. And so, but mm-hmm. I was like, I immediately t- you know took it down. I was like, man, don't nobody care about mm-hmm. him. But that let mm-hmm. me know that, like, yo, I gotta get rid of everything, like, because it's mm-hmm. interfering in a space where he doesn't yes. Exactly. And, and, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That all of it. And I want to say, I thank God for Charlotte because she introduced me to um, Mrs. Tanya, the prophet. She is amazing. And I bring her up because she sent me a website, pretty much breaking cycles. She sent me um, her lesson that she did like a few years ago. And basically one thing that there's a lot of things I pulled out of it, but the fact that she was mainly mentioning that when you in that relationship, when you cut ties, when you block them and stuff like that, that's important. Because think about it, there is some, she used an example of, let's say you don't do that, right? And you and your husband get into a fight and then you hop on your ex social media or you hitting them up and then maybe there's a divorce, there's this, there's that. And I was like, one thing I always say about me when I'm in a relationship, I don't look at another man. I don't talk to it because I'm taking, like I'm in a relationship. I only got eyes for God and my man. That's it. Come on. And it's definitely going to be the same for my husband. But you know, the enemy is real, y'all. 
So like, we're not saying this to be funny, like block him, delete him. Don't allow him to have access to you. And you may think like, oh, Brie, I have a good heart. I would never. God has given me this husband. He's given me this life, this child, whatever it may be. But you never know. Fights are fights. Fights are real. Disagreements happen, mm-hmm. even with those that you love and care about. And, I, and I'm not trying to assume that I know everything about marriage, but still block that ex. Don't allow him to have oh, access. No, you're right. <laughs> you're Don't. right. Because it's, it's giving the enemy the opportunity, giving him a foothold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me tell you mm-hmm. how hot like, the devil is. Literally one time, me and Andre were, were having what we call heated fellowship in our house. And when we have heated fellowship, I mean, we you want to argue, okay? Uh, <laughs> I can't argue with you. Um, but we were having a day. We just weren't having a good day. And what we, we refused to separate, but we were sitting on the couch not speaking. <laughs> each other and I'm on my phone literally playing words with friends okay and I'm playing words with friends not speaking to him but just also not I would rather I'm one of those people I'd rather not say nothing to you than to say something you I'm gonna regret because I'm slick at the Mm -hmm. mouth BC Charlotte before Christ Charlotte Mm -hmm. um but I'm playing words with friends and do literally slides into the chat and it's like your profile picture Mm-mm. is beautiful. Mm-mm. I was like, what? I like I started laughing because I'm like, the devil thinks he's slick. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, I I'm um I I'm not, you know, in a relationship and and you know, me and such and stuff like and girl, what was so crazy was that this dude was like light skin and his picture he had on BDUs, which is like military dress. Like, so this dude in the military light skin sliding in my dms i literally was sitting next to andre like dude look at this Mm -hmm. because i do not i'm not about to allow the enemy to like oh me now look literally right now now we're both laughing at the devil (laughs) because Mm -hmm. my ex was in the military light skin i was Mm -hmm. like you really be thinking you slick and cute huh Mm -hmm. and i deleted the whole game off my phone how about that Mm -hmm. right that's what that you got to do. I ain't that right. yet. Because <laughs> you think about this blessing. But the, yeah, yeah, like you but go through it. Yeah, but the enemy really will try it. Even so, like, I was like, what? Man, what the freak? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are mm-hmm. y'all, like, are you, like, devil, are you crazy, bro? I'm not that mad. I don't even remember right. what we arguing about that day, but mm-hmm. I remember being like, dang, the enemy will really try to use anything at all. And I'm mm-hmm. grateful that I learned that, you know, what, what happens, darkness and light can't coexist. So I'm going to show you these messages. It may, he may not like, Andre definitely was like, so we're going to delete the game. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's actually the best thing to do. Cause I don't know how to turn it off where people can't chat me. So mm-hmm. I can find some other game where I, you know, where there isn't that capability just as a way to guard our house. Right. right. Like that's not. Like the devil think he's slick, bro. Mm-hmm. And so if he'll yes. do that with some random stranger on the internet, can you imagine if I was still friends with Anthony? Mm-hmm. That temptation is real. You think you're just, I need to go vent over here. Now go vent to God. I go talk to Take the person. Return to sinner. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, mm-hmm. come get your son before I sock mm-hmm. him out. And I know that ain't safe. Come, come get both of us. At least you know. At least you know. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. At least you know. And like, yes, we need to seek God. And one thing that helped me um, 
because with my ex, we did a lot of breakup to make up trying to, I wouldn't even say it was more of a, we, once we were in a relationship and then after it was a situation ship. And I remember going to the first lady of our church, Serena, who I love so much, who's a mentor, God sent. She was amazing. She also used to be my former supervisor. Yes, Serena, we love you. Serena, bad. You're the best. Um, and I remember going to her. Yeah, like, yes, I had to. She gonna hurt me. But anyway, in love. Um, and I remember she told me, um, well, there's two things. One, she told me that um, God never changes his mind. And God is not a God of confusion. And that's 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Mm-hmm. He is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And I remember one time she was at church and she was telling this story about having doubt about like, you know, if our pastor was called a pastor and she said she was driving in the car and God spoke to her. It was like, no, I said what I said. He's called the pastor. And I remember, and this is when I was dealing with my ex and I, we were going back and forth and I didn't know what to do. And mind you, I, we did go back and forth a lot after this, but anyway, the main point of this whole thing, what I'm saying is I remember, I think a lot in the shower. Don't, don't let y'all minds go there. But anyway, I think a lot in the shower and I was thinking about that. And I was like, if God can speak to Serena and God has spoken to me a few times about certain things, but I was like, if God can speak to Serena, she could hear him. He can talk to me. And I remember getting out of the shower and I remember kneeling on my bed and I was like, God, you know how I feel about him. You already know, but I'm losing sleep. I'm crying all the time. I don't know where we stand. And it's just confusion. It's all over the place. And God said, let him go. And like, I heard it clear as day. And I I, I saw this post and it was like, you know, it's God when it's opposite of what you want. What I wanted was to keep him. I didn't want to let him go. And when God said that, I was like, and you know, we got to be like, you sure? God, you sure? Like literally <laughs> run that back. And I heard it again. I was like, okay, cool. The confirmatory text. Like, right. If you send me 77, you know, signs, I will believe you not, you know what I mean? So however God will speak to you and I'm not trying to give y'all false hope because false hope, sorry. Um, because God has spoken to me a few times, but I also learned that God could speak through people to get to me as well. So don't go around. You may see, you know, and even in the Bible, like you think God is going to like, Yes, this is what you like, this big, whole, strong ah! voice, but it's a whisper. Like you really, every time, the few times that I've heard from God is literally been a whisper in my quiet time, or if I'm driving or a song plays or something. So if you are looking to seek confirmation and an answer from God, just be at his feet and just trust that he's going to speak to you. It may not be in the way that you think or you want it, but he's going to speak to you and help you in your healing season, in your single season. Like it's going to happen for and real. He, and once he talked to you, just know he said what he said. Let's not then have to, um, yep. mm-hmm. Kim Possible, call me, beat mm-hmm. me if you want to reach me. Let's not do that. Let's not. Well, let me ask Brie also what she thinks and ask, uh, you know, Serena mm-hmm. also what she thinks. No, God said what he said. Yep. And that's it. Because you're prolonging. Mm-hmm. Um, You're walking now in disobedience. Exactly. Some of us don't need, oh, I'm waiting to hear from God. No, God said what he said. You want what mm-hmm. you want. <laughs> exactly. You ignore him until you feel like you get the answer that you want. And so it's prolonging your situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and I will tell you when God said that I was obedient and I let him go. Yeah. See, took a few more times, but you know, 
eventually. We'll get to that. Eventually, I did. And now he's blocked. Yes. Okay. Um, no, so this has been so great. Okay, so last thing, Brie, and then we're gonna wrap it up for today because we are here clouded. I have yes. so <laughs> this is great. <laughs> also, like this is my friend. This is so fun. Um so we talked yes. about in living in your single season, focus on your healing, um, really taking time mm-hmm. to do that self-work. And then um, one thing that we kind of talked about, but tell me a little bit more of like, what did it look like when you started surrounding yourself um, with the right people? Because I feel like too, you know, in this season, um, things that we talked about, this hasn't just been a season for you where God has removed like the like men from your life, but he's also mm-hmm. been removing some and dealing with some other um, relationships and mm-hmm. really has been like, doing a purge <laughs> um so what did that yes look like to you because I know we talked about isolation mm. but really um mm. it, it's a, a moment of solitude it's almost like I tell people all the time mm. um when me and Andre we went through a really tough season and God we moved out of the city and state where we were from and it felt like isolation but now looking back it was really solitude that first year that we were in mm-hmm. Florida we found a really good church home and we were there for three years and God really did a lot of work in us before he allowed us to be distracted with friendships. Um, like really you yes. know, friends that we hang out all the time with, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, it was like, you know, God had to take the house and burn it down to restart it. Mm-hmm. What did that look like for you? What that looked like for me um, it was really a lot about prayer. I really needed to pray for the right people, the right qualities. Um, and I always take notes. And one thing um, I did write down was realizing the qualities that I desired. If I didn't get them, if I didn't receive that in previous friendships, that's what I prayed for. So for example, I've had friendships where um, there were some women that I knew that were lukewarm in their walk with God. Now, when I say this, I say this with all love and transparency and honesty, okay? Because there's people out there that are lukewarm. When you are hot for God and when you're doing all of this stuff because you genuinely love God and people over here, well, I hope it works out. Or yeah, or they're just like, and I don't get me wrong. I understand sometimes when you're in, when I'm in a joyous season, my friends may not always be in a joyous season. So that's where I love them and I'm there. But if you're always toxic and unhealthy and I'm having to water down my faith and who I am, and I say this because this is what I experienced. I was literally putting myself in a box that I didn't fit in. I have always until I will say the last couple of years, always felt misunderstood. I have a big heart. i cry all the time. I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm happy. And the right people love me for that. So when I realized the stuff that I just, I was like, you know what? I want friends that love God. I want friends that, you know, it's quantity over, or I'm sorry, quality over quantity. You know what I mean? And when I started to be around people that love God and I could learn from them. And I remember I was never too young to learn from them. Like it's just, it was everything. So I just kept praying for the right people. Some of them I already had. And if you don't know, I, this is my fifth year living in Florida. So some of my friends, they live in Arizona or they live in like California, they live in Nevada or anything like that. So when I first moved here, I didn't have, I had good friendships at the time, but they weren't fruitful. 
then weren't the wise counsel that I needed. And the biggest thing is I remember praying. I remember when I first moved here, I was like, God, how am I going to make friends? I'm 22 years old and I'm not in school. Like I had graduated from undergrad and I was like, you know, cause you meet people at school. And I didn't realize like you can actually meet people in the office. So I got my first office job, real office job. And Serena was my supervisor and things just started to unfold. It took time, but the same thing with Charlotte, it took me having to have that solitude with God and praying. And also in that I had those good friends, but then they were lukewarm. They weren't right for me. And then I continued to pray and God gave me friends like Charlotte, you know, friends like Dan Shell and Rondell. He gave me what I needed. He gave me Selena. You know, there's other people I I could shout y'all out. But the thing is, again, I'm more of a quality than quantity. So I don't need a lot of people and God knows that. And I just started just realizing like, are these people... Like Pastor Keith will say, are they um, bringing a benefit to my life? You know what I mean? Um, are they adding to my life and What's stuff like that? And also, yeah. And also, like, if I ask them to pray for me, they will literally, if they're you know able to, but they will literally drop everything. And the thing is, I have a big heart. I know no one else on this world is like me and really reciprocates like me, but it's very similar. It is very similar. So if I call Charlotte, if I call Kavan, if I call Selena, if I call Ron, there's certain people in my life that I can call and say, hey, can you pray for me? And I know that they will. And my whole thing is if you're seeking those type of friendships, those God ordained type of friendships, just pray and it's going to happen because they, they understood me when I was in my mess. Like I said, when I literally was crying on the phone with Kavan because I felt so hopeless, he did not judge me. He didn't like it, it was just love. And he knew what I was dealing with. And actually, it was actually dealing with stuff from my ex too. And some of the stuff I didn't even tell him about. And that's another thing. There's things that God, of course, wants you to share. It's just you and God. And there's things that you can share you, God, and other people. And I didn't share that I was talking to my ex again. It was out of shame. It was out of, okay, let me just do it on my own and see what's going to happen. And look what happened. A hot mess. And it was, I was hopeless. It was, it was, it was, it was trash. It was horrible. You know, but my friends help me out. And you also have to have people that understand your boundaries that you can set tones with. And I say that because there are times for me, I always sometimes try to blame it because I'm my my mom's only child. But the thing is, my solitude is deep, it's real. I don't have to go out all the time. Sometimes I seek confirmation and validation from my wife's counsel, but I know now that I need to seek the kingdom first. I need to seek God first. And that may mean I may not talk to you for three days. I may not talk to you for a week. I may check in, but you know I'm praying for you. But when if you have friends that respect that and honor that, then you good. Because I'm I'm a different breed. Sometimes I need to do things on my own with God, not isolation but solitude. And overall, it was just me praying and trusting in God that he'll give me those answered prayers. He'll give me those right, the right people at the right time. And when he did that, and I actually wrote about this before and I haven't like publicized it just yet, but he literally was strategically working in me and working in my faith to trust him that he will send the right people at the right time. So I'm not going to rush his masterpiece. I'm not going to rush the friendship, the beauty that I have in with Charlotte, because not only are we friends, but we're business partners. We work together. So that's another type of layer. But through God, we work. If we, we, we don't have disagreements, but we may have a difference of thoughts and opinions. And I'm a visual learner. So sometimes Charlotte got to show me things. She got to share her screen. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'm gonna have to be like, friend, you know, if Charlotte's going through something and she's like, I don't want it, girl, come on now. 
don't be doing certain people a disservice. We got we got to talk. We got to you ain't drowning alone. You are not drowning alone. We in this together. I'm gonna pray mm-hmm. for you, okay? Because we're a team, and literally, iron sharpens iron. And when two and three agree and gather, God is able, and He will provide and bless all of us. So it's just I ain't trying to be cliche, but just pray and know, like, if you sit there and write, like, this is the type of qualities that I want in a friend, or even think about the times that you had in past relationships or past friendships that were not the best. And they were like, okay, they were unreliable. They were always late. They were always this. They were always that. And I'm like, okay, I want reliable friends. I want consistent. They always lied. I want honest and transparent friends. Write the opposite. If what you get is toxic, I'm like, I want healthy friendships. There you go. You got your list. Give it to God and watch them work. Be yeah. patient and watch them work. And find out too, like what about you? Ask God, not even... God, I want this, but then, okay, God, I have a tendency of having people around me who are are unhealthy or who are untoxic or who are toxic or who are um, lukewarm. So God, what in me mm-hmm. is saying that it's cool for you to come be over here so we can deal with that as well. And so yes. I absolutely love that. I honestly thought, Brie, when you said I'm I'm a different breed and I'm my mom's only kid. And so I do things different. I thought you were about to talk about how you don't be sharing food and you'll cut somebody. Um, <laughs> they try to eat off your plate. I was like, oh, she about to be real transparent. <laughs> oh, no, no. That is transparent me. Okay, so husband, if you listening, if you listening or any potential God-ordained friendships that's coming my way, I don't like to share, but God is still working on me, okay? She brought me a Literally, I'm... It was nasty, but she... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. Because my thing is, my love language ain't your love language. So I'm going to try. But I am a different breed. Sharing is hard. Okay. And I realized, like, I realized, like, three years ago that I didn't. Huh? Oh, yeah. I was telling her Andre ate my food. And you, y'all, Brie is so happy go lucky. Like, how y'all hear her now? Like, she is literally, she's just always, hey, friend. Like, that's just how we talk. Like, that is her. And I was telling her about how I went to work one day and came back and my food was gone. And I was upset. Um, but not, but now that, you know, it's um, year 10 of marriage, like, we don't have that same beef. Like, Andre has learned, like, he better re- replenish my uh, stash before mm-hmm. I get home. In the name of Jesus. And Bree's face was so serious. And I was like, what's wrong, Bree? And she was like that's good out of all the you want to be married so bad (laughs) that was the one that Brie was like I look maybe not (laughs) I don't know I literally considered I was like I don't I don't know my single season is good I love myself I love that I'm okay (laughs) usually Brie was like yep still want to be married yep yep yes I still do I don't care like wait a minute (laughs) I made the tape that they got him (laughs) I want y'all to know, like, you know how when some men are like, oh, my wife steals or my girlfriend steals the food off my plate and we could have the same thing. I'm not her. I will eat. If you offer, I will take it. But I'm not picking off your food because I got my own plate. And okay. But also don't expect, y'all see how much sauce she had behind that? Don't expect to pick off of hers either. Don't. You can <laughs> ask. You may not receive. I'm not God. Okay. You can ask. You may not receive. I'm not God. Okay. I, I love you, though. <laughs> All things in love. That is so All funny. things in love. Okay, Bree. So before we go, is there anything else you want to just share with the audience about um, walking through the process of just loving yourself 
and, and, and being in your single season. Is there any, um, any last words for this week? I would say brace yourself because it takes time. And I would say I'm, we're learning more and more about the fruits of the spirit. So ask God for him to give you the eyes to see yourself and others the way that you do. Because even um, as I said about like friendships and Charlotte, I love how she said that there sometimes you have to see, okay, what am I doing or what's going on with me that I'm surrounding myself with the wrong people? Because for me, I have a big heart. I see, I used to see the potential in people and I used to just what, like I said, water down myself and stuff like that. And I don't need to do that. So check your heart, check your posture. And again, brace yourself because like y'all talking a fifth year Brie, okay? Fifth year Brie would have never been this transparent. It took time and I'm not afraid. There's no shame, but that took time. So please brace yourself and do this for you, okay? Don't do this for husband. Don't do this. And I don't know the ages that are going to be like, I'm 27 years old. And some people are like, oh, you're still young. I'm either getting, you're still young or when you're going to pop out a baby or when, well, oh, it's God. first when you get married and then the baby, you know what I mean? But Mind I think that I'm, like I said, <laughs> yes. And I'm a different breed. I've never been the type of woman. I don't know why, but maybe it's just God. I've never been the type of woman that I was like, at this age, I'm gonna be married. At this, it just, I knew the desires of my heart before they were even really desires. And that's me, you know, and I'm comfortable with the skin I'm in, but I've braced myself and I seek God all the time. And when I say that is you ever, you find, you ever find some tea or something like that. And you can't wait to tell your friend or you can't wait to tell your mom that cause me and my mom are super close. And I'm like, ma, guess what? You know, I'm like that with God. Before I run to anybody else, I'm running to God to tell him how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. So I pray in Jesus name that you do that. I pray that you run to God because he is your everlasting light and your best friend. And I pray that you grace yourself. I pray that you ask God to heal and have the willingness to heal. And I say willingness because we can pray for healing, but that it takes the will to heal yourself. It mm-hmm. takes the will to forgive that person, to forgive yourself. So grace yourself, grace other people. And it's okay to set the tone. It's okay to block, set boundaries. Learn to, if you don't even love yourself, it's okay to like yourself because you have to start somewhere. God is your foundation and he will make you a masterpiece, literally. And I, I think that's all I got. Amen. Okay, Amen. Y'all. So, as always, continue to love yourself, love God and love people and i will be back next week with brie she coming back yeah she yes I'm so what so we'll be, be back next week with another episode and um i actually am going to post that video that miss tanya did um i'll share the link in the bio because it was really good about breaking cycles yes. okay i hear a little jonathan McReynolds yes. in my spirit right now um so i will share yes. that all that that um resource that brie was talking about and i'm also going to drop the link to her blog um so if you want oh to, lord <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know more, i'm transparent y'all very about, about um mm-hmm. her story um mm-hmm. it'll be in, it's gonna be in, in the show notes honey okay um but yes. until then guys again continue to love god love people and love yourselves and we'll talk to you next week bye, bye. why pay more for a separate coq10 supplement enjoy twice the benefits with super beats heart choose advanced from the number one doctor pharmacist and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10, 
That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.